Live with Kingston starts today. It starts right now. Five with Fingston back after a couple of week layoff. Um, not in a bad way. Lots going on. Lots of things developing. A uh, coffee shop that we've been working on, Pelican Coffee, for better part of a year now, really nine months, is on the precipice. We're right on the cusp. Every day is busy. New meetings, this, that, and the other. We're in the thick of teams, hundreds, thousands of people out serving. Lots going on right now. And so in the midst of, I was gone last week, uh, actually on a family vacation for a week. So in the midst of all that, had just a brief hiatus. Back at it here. Uh, and I'm actually picking up um, next week, going to be going to be full week and going forward after the break, uh, but finishing up a week here and wanted to touch on something that I have been realizing without spending a whole lot of time, just kind of automatically doing and have been hearing and reading a lot about the value of it. I want to talk just a minute about the value of touch and uh, let me just clear the air here and say I'm not going to talk about um, negative touch, right, as in sexual touch. Not that that's always negative, but I'm not going to be talking about sexual touch and I'm not going to be talking about uh, violent, abusive touch, right? So shift those over to the side. I'm talking about the value of touch uh, when it comes to relationships with people, whether it's our own spouse family members, children, or others. And I have been reading a lot, and this is this is not just newspaper reading. This is not just uh, reading about psychology and relationships. This is even, I'm seeing this on Facebook and hearing it from others. Um, the value of what is communicated when we touch others, right? And so let me just start with what do I mean by touch? And this being a five with Fingston, it might go a minute or two over, but the value of touch, meaning when you approach someone, when you talk to them, if you touch their shoulder, right, if you touch their elbow, if you reach out, right, put your hand on their back, or they do to you, uh, or whether it's with children in a lot of ways. Um, give you a brief story. We were at a softball game. We had traded out a couple of kids, um, a couple of ours for a couple of our friends, and they're good friends, and so um, I was... I was watching a softball game with a few kids, uh, a couple of whom are, are my kids, um, and a couple of whom are not my kids. But uh, we've been talking about and doing community here for a long time, and so I know these other kids very well, and I, uh, enough so that when I'm walking around with them or I run into people, I just kind of introduce them as uh, friends of ours, but they're kind of ours, you know, and, and, uh, and I kind of explain it that way. And I um, just kind of naturally with my own children and, and then I do with these other children that I'm responsible for, right? I touch them on the head, just the top of the head um, when, we're, when we're walking or when I'm with them. And I've gotten feedback uh, from, from others, from other adults, from the kids themselves, right? That says, um, hey, and I've even heard my own son say this, who hates to be touched, but he will say, hey, um, I don't want you to kiss me, Dad, but when you touch me or you touch me on the top of the head, um, I know everything's okay. And I also have gotten feedback uh, from from 
from for the for example the child yesterday um, who's nine years old going on ten that when when we're walking around or or we're near a parking lot and cars are coming and I touch them on the head just to kind of help guide them but also to just generally touch them on the top of the head um, the response I get is I know you're looking out for me right I've I've asked that before I've had others ask that before because they'll say oh they're not yours. You touch him on the head, though, and I and and I do right. And the kids go, "Yep, I know, I know, I'm his. I know he's looking out for me." Um, and it's like I'm secure when he touches me on the head. And so I do that with my own children, but also with kids that are close to me. It's it's like it's a place that is not um, <laughs> not a scary zone as as you know we look at society these days and pedophiles that are out there and, and all that is um, all that is potentially dangerous. I wouldn't do that with an adult because it's also a sign of. Um, kind of being stronger than or responsible for. And so I probably wouldn't touch an adult on the top of the head, but I touch my own kids and other kids that I'm responsible for or or uh, looking out for on the top of the head. And so it just speaks to um, how much we're saying without saying anything when we touch others. And so I'm going to get into a series on touch next week uh, about how much I think it really is valuable. Again, got to stay away from anything sexual or abusive and violent, right? Got to make sure that we're drawing a very firm line there as far as what I'm talking about when I'm encouraging touch. But touch in and of itself speaks so much more than any of, any of our other languages. I spent some time reading up on it even recently. Uh, touch because it can be confused in a lot of ways, right? It's as though we treat it as harmful, but touch speaks on many different levels to people. So when used in a positive way, uh, it can be more valuable than anything you can say, anything you can write, anything you can do. Touch can be absolutely profoundly positive if you use it in a good way. So think about that with your own kids, with your own family off the bat if you're not a touchy-feely person. Um, think about that. And I'm going to come back and visit with you next week. That's Five with Fingston. Have a great day. Have a great week.